Picture the scene. You've just asked one of your top account managers to meet you and walk you through their account plan for your most important customer. You want to know what we know, what we don't know, what are we planning to do, and how are we going to achieve it? Sounds like a simple ask, right? And now you stand back and you watch as your account manager battles with half a dozen spreadsheets, a PowerPoint slide deck, an underutilized CRM system, and an overwhelmed email inbox. Where is the information? What is the intelligence? Do we have the right systems in place? The role of technology is to support the business, to make the life of an account manager more productive, more effective, and ultimately more successful. The benefit of all of that for business leaders is clear. More visibility, more accountability, and more control for the trajectory of where your top accounts are heading. My guest on today's episode of Camcast is CEO and founder of Capta, one of the world's leading cam enablement tools. He's joining us from Boulder, Colorado, across the pond in the US of A, to discuss what systems could we use and should we have to support our teams in driving cam success. Why the utilization and adoption of new technology is woefully poor, and ultimately ask ourselves whether our systems support our success. Welcome to Camcast. I'm your host, David Ventura, a key account management consultant at camguru.com. In this podcast, we explore the strategies, systems, and skills you need for effective key account management. We talk to expert guests and business leaders, sharing the tips, tactics, and techniques for looking after your most important customers. This is Key Account Management Made Easy. So, Alex, Raymond, thank you so much uh, for joining us today on Camcast. I've got so much I want to ask you. And really, I guess what we're talking about today is tools. It's systems. Uh, We hear a lot in business about CRM, and most businesses will have some version of a CRM, whether it be uh, an actual product or even just an Excel spreadsheet where they keep all their customer information. But let's get back to basics. Alex, tell us, in your view, what are the systems that organizations should have to help them manage their most important customers? Yeah, great. Awesome. Super question. And I think it really comes down to what are we trying to achieve? And 2020, as we close out the year here, obviously we all know it's been a it's been a tough, tough time, a lot of unpredictability. But one thing is still true, and this was true at the beginning of the year, and it's true now, which is that your customers are easier to lose and harder to engage than ever. And so that's the issue, that's the challenge that a lot of business owners face, that a lot of SMBs face is that customers are, they have more choice than they've ever had. They have more power than they've ever had and they're more difficult to engage. And we all know that a more engaged customer means higher revenues, better results, better profits and higher customer engagement. And so what a lot of people are doing is they look at their customer relationships and they think, well, how can I go out there and be a trusted partner? How can I be a strategic advisor to my customers? I don't wanna just be, you know, quote unquote, another vendor that they have in the mix. And so a lot of people are going through that journey. And so when it comes to looking at uh, their key account management strategies and their CAM technology stack, we really want to think and we want to keep in mind, how do we go from being a vendor to being a trusted advisor for our customers? And there's some really interesting statistics from Miller Hyman, the sales training company, that only about 22% of companies consider their relationships to be at that strategic or trusted level. So Mm. 78% are below that, which means that there's a lot of work to do. So we know that there's a lot of things that that have to happen out there. And in the 
uh, in the technology world, in the tech stack, what we wind up doing is seeing people investing or wanting to invest in technology tools to help them. Now, of course, that's the systems themselves. We also need to look at the skills. We need to look at the strategies that go into how we're going to effectively deploy this. And so what I see is uh, companies, oftentimes they, they, they can have, this is a mistake that happens. They jump the gun and they go straight to building systems, right? Yeah. Straight to wanting tools. And that's typically going to be things like maybe they've got a CRM or they're supplementing the CRM with Google Sheets and spreadsheets and PowerPoints and PDFs and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And, and uh, really the outcome that they're looking for is visibility with their customers, right? We want to understand where are we, what's happening, what's not happening, what's the current state of play across the customer base. And anytime you look at a, at a CAM portfolio, a key accounts portfolio, of course, you've got the 80-20 rule. And so you're typically focusing in on a smaller number uh, of accounts, right? Because there's going to be a small number that really move the dial for you in terms of your revenue, in terms of, of the profits that, that you're making. So, you know, people are making investments in technology. I always recommend and I caution people, don't run to buy technology, don't run to deploy the system. Make sure that you've done your homework first. You've got the skills there. You've got the strategies there. You've got everything that you need to really have an effective program or initiative, and then let the technology support that. Mm. And so that's how I think about it. So, you know, we know that uh, a lot of people will use CRMs because they have that already, right? Many companies, I think it's about 70, 70 or 80% of, of companies around the world, they already have a CRM tool that they use for their pipelines, for their contact management and so on. And some will therefore say, well, I'll just use the CRM to do the post sales, to do the management of these customers. What we are finding is that in many ways, just the CRM today is not necessarily sufficient. So there are new tools emerging, new tools that are specialized to help account management teams or customer success teams or client engagement teams, because these things do have different names. The outcome is the same. We want to have happy and successful customers, but people are using different names for them. So there are specialized tools emerging that will still leverage and use the CRM data, but give us a kind of a, a more of a roadmap or more of a guide for how we engage with, with our accounts. So that's what we're seeing happen out there. And just going back to your stat there, so you're saying 70% of organizations actually have uh, a CRM, a version of a CRM in place, which actually, in my experience, is quite high. Um, a lot of companies are still yet to embark on that sort of tech stack journey, that system journey where they're introducing CRM. One chief exec once said to me, uh, CRMs are where things get lost alphabetically, which just <laughs> just goes to show how much value he put on on those. I think CRMs and any tools are, should and could be your greatest asset in terms of workflow. T- tell us about, I suppose, the sorts of systems that are uh, available and and why CRM, and you've touched on it a little bit there, why CRM in its own sense is just probably not enough. Uh, you know, we need to go that one step further if we're going to get real tech resource in, in the business. Yeah. So let me share a couple of interesting things about the CRM, CRM market, generally speaking. Data from Forrester Research shows us that 49% of CRM implementations fail. Wow. Meaning we try, to, we try to deploy it and only about half make it to the finish line. So that's, uh, that, that tells you that there's complexity there and it's difficult to fully realize the value. Uh, there's additional data from CSO Insights, which is now a part of Miller-Hyman, uh, that, that reps 
that only about 37% of reps, so sales representatives or account executives actually use the CRM once we have it, right? So still barely a third are using it. Yeah. Uh, and further data from CSO Insights uh, is that 40% of the users are using half the features or less of the CRM. So wow. there does seem to be an issue of underutilization of some of these tools. Just, just go back to that first stat. So how many reps are not even using it at all? The data from CSO Insights was that less than 37% of reps are actually using the CRM. So once wow. we have a CRM, they're only 30% use it. Now, we know that adoption is a challenge and adoption is a yeah. problem. Mm -hmm. And this is not necessarily a problem that we can squarely put at the feet of the CRM systems, right? So we all know these are software tools and it, you're going to get the results out of it based on the effort you put in and the adoption that you get. But we do know that, especially for, for key account management teams, David, the CRM is not optimized for their workflows. It's not optimized for their journeys, right? And so, so people will look at this and they'll say, hey, you know, we don't have what we need in our existing CRM. What does that do? That depresses adoption, that depresses utilization of the system because I don't see it as fully meeting my needs as a key account manager. Yeah, yeah. So it's like so the, what's, the what's system happened, what's, not what's providing come up around value. that. Sorry, say that again? So the system's not providing value back to the key account managers themselves. The way that I like to think about it is when you're buying software like a CRM, just like you have specialized tools for marketing and for finance and for product development and so on, what you're really buying is a tech-enabled roadmap, right? So the software does something for you. The software is a guide. The software shows you the steps to go be a successful account manager or salesperson or marketing person or whatever it is that, I've, that I'm trying to, uh, to upskill and optimize for. And when you don't have that well matched on the, on the account management side, then you have people trying to use this tool, the CRM, not really getting the results they want, feeling like there's a gap there and therefore utilization and value all go down. Yep. Mm. So there'll be, there'll be some listeners that are still very late to the table, I guess, with, with systems that are uh, listening to this and thinking, this all sounds great. Uh, I'm a small business, you know, we're growing. We know we have to go down the tech route. Where should we start? What's the what's the first step for smaller businesses, do you think? Yeah, great question. So so CRMs are certainly going to be a foundational part of your tech infrastructure, right? And so that's going to give you visibility into uh, who are the customers that we have, who are the prospects, who are the critical uh, relationships or the contacts and what's our pipeline. Now, those are gonna be the typical functions uh, of a CRM. And so it's gonna be important for everyone to have a CRM, one kind or another, just to get a sense for what's the commercial status within this is within our, our business and, and, and that kind of thing. And so that's gonna give us kind of a baseline of where we are across our portfolio. And then the things that I see people adding on to that uh, in terms of their, their sales or their go-to-market strategy would be things like, potentially a collaboration tool. So something like Slack or Microsoft Teams where we can all chat and, and, and very quickly asynchronously or synchronously communicate and understand where we are with, with accounts. We also see people deploying business analytics, business intelligence software, right? To be able to, if they have a lot of data, if they have a lot of information, to be able to make sense and, and see some trends and, and cut through the noise, so to speak. And um, then the other thing that we see, and, and obviously I bring a, I bring a perspective here being the CEO of CAPTA, which is a specialized tool for key account managers. We do see that once a certain level of maturity has been met, that uh, people are investing in key account management software itself, right? And, and, and 
that is the, the difference between key account management software and a CRM is going to be uh, further sophistication of uh, the process. So really deeply getting into the account management process, but also then bubbling up that guide and that roadmap I was talking about. And so yeah. when we talk about how do we engage with the customer, it's you know not just basic information, but then we want to know what does the org chart look like? What's my strategy for this account? Uh, what's what are the voice of customer data coming back from our clients that we need to be aware of? What's my action plan and that kind of thing? So those are the elements that go into the tech stack itself. Now, if I can just add one thing, I would say, again, tying it back to the strategy that people have. So people at the end of the day, the 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 folks who are running sales or customer operations and stuff like that, they're trying to become trusted advisors. They're trying to become strategic partners for their accounts. And so they make investments in systems and skills and strategies and all this stuff to make sure that we're, we're on the right path. And the way that I talk about it, the way that I think about it is really the, the winners out there, right? So the people who get it and who really truly invest in their key account management programs and initiatives, uh, what they're able to do is they're, they're going to be able to have the answers to three really important questions about their business. And these three questions are number one, which one of my customers are healthy and which ones are at risk? So if I'm a sales leader, if I'm a COO, CEO, do I know which customers are healthy and which ones are at risk? That's going to be the first question that I'm trying to answer. And, and tech can help you to answer that question. Second question is, do I have clear, actionable plans in place to keep and grow my accounts? So do I have clear plans? Do we have a, do we have a really specific way that we are going to manage this account to make sure they grow and that they stick with us. So that's question number two. And then question number three is, are we doing a good job of measuring and communicating the value we are providing to the customer? And so those are the things. So as people look at technology, right? What are the tools? How can I, how can I get the support that I want from software? Those three questions are things that people come down to. Which customers are healthy and which ones are at risk? Do we have plans in place and are we communicating value back to the customer? Are we basically are we measuring uh, the value we provide? Because if I am measuring the value I provide, then when it's time for that next invoice or that next project or that renewal conversation and the customer is aware of the value we've been providing, they agree with the value that we've been providing, they agree with our assessment of that, then that conversation gets a whole heck of a lot easier than you know the client who says, well, I haven't heard from you in six months. So why'd you show up here with uh, with this big invoice for me or this big contract for me? So it comes back to those three questions. So you can go to those three questions and then build your infrastructure, your technology infrastructure to help you to get there. Alex, you mentioned Capta there. Um, I'm not going to let us gloss over that. Um, anyone that's seen your solution could say, look, this is the gold standard in key account management enablement tools. You've got a, a hell of a lot of features uh, in your product that, that really support key account managers, not just to do the job, but really accelerate those partnership relationships. And you know, for me going into 2021, and you said that the winners will be the people that realize they need to invest in all things CAM, not just the strategies, not just the skills, but also the systems. You know, I'm a big fan of yours and, you know, I'm a big fan of the product. We're not here to pitch it, but but hey, let's tell our, tell our listeners, you know, what kind of features within tech are available? What's the what's the stuff that's out there that, that's really going to make their lives a lot easier? Well, uh, thanks for the question. And let me tell you, let me start by telling you 
a very common conversation that I have. I, I talk to people with titles like chief sales officer, chief revenue officer, heads of account management sometimes. And a lot of times what they say to me is they say, you know, look, we've got this team of five people or 10 people or however many people who are account managers. And we're inconsistent in how we do things. So we don't have a standard. We don't have an agreed process or structure for how we approach our customers and for how we do account plans and so on. And so, so we're, we, we're really inconsistent in how we approach things. And that matters because if the customer experience is not the same, whether I'm talking to Bob or Julie or Jennifer, then that's an issue for us. And so the smartest leaders that I talk to, they say, look, we want to make sure that we have a good standardized experience for our customers. And that's the foundation for what we do. Therefore, CAPTA shows up and CAPTA is the roadmap for success so that everyone sees, here's how you go through the process of being a great key account manager. Here are the steps that need to be taken to go from being a vendor to being a trusted partner for your customers. And, and so I like to think of CAPTA as the tech-enabled roadmap, the tech-enabled guide. And so along the way, of course, the tech is surfacing stuff that, that uh, is going to be really valuable for us in terms of customer visibility. What's the org chart? So who's who? Who are the critical relationships? Who likes us and who doesn't like us within the customer environment? One of the challenges that a lot of people have is at the when they communicate with their clients, they're too low level. Right? We're talking to the lower level people. We're talking to the managers instead of the directors, VPs, or, or, or C-level, for example. Other risks that, that uh, CAPTA will bubble up for you is we're single-threaded within our account. So we're doing all of our communication with one person, for example. Right, So these are huge risks. So one of the things that CAPTA is going to do is going to take existing data and expose it so that we can look at it and say, wow, there's a lot of more risk inside the business than we were, were aware of. So that's the one piece. And then the second piece is what opportunities therefore exist. And so the technology will walk you through doing things like voice of customer surveys or voice of customer interviews and building action plans and account plans based around your customer's goals and this kind of thing. And that's all about uncovering opportunities for growth, opportunities for expansion and ways that you're going to retain the customer. So that's how we do it. But, but it's interesting because a lot of people, they come to us with a, with a people problem, right? Or a strategy problem. And we, we solve those problems and we support it with the technology. So like I was saying, a lot, of, a lot of the CROs and CSOs say, you know, we're not consistent or we're not getting the same results from everybody. Or they put it another way. They say, I just want to clone my A players, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, like Julie, she's really great. I just want 10 Julies, you know, sort of thing. And so we help them clone those A players. And giving them visibility. So, so as you said, you know, senior leaders are often uh, so frustrated that they that, that what's going on with their most important accounts is just not visible for them. Uh, so, giving them that sort of level of visibility over what's going on is is hugely valuable. We've talked, and you, and you know that that we use the analogy of the three legged stool um, here at Camguru. We, we talk about the strategies, the systems, and the skills, and we've just talked about some of those gold standard features that that should sit within your tech stack. One of 
your deadly sins. I've got to pick it, bring it up. Your 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 seven deadly sins of key account management. And uh, deadly sin number five is using the wrong systems. Um, have you got any horror stories you can share with us where people have absolutely got it wrong and uh, the systems that they're using are maybe not fit for purpose or, or having a counter effect so that they're not winning uh, or assisting in, in winning the business? Give, give us some ideas of uh, what that wrong system could look like. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a lot of stories there, uh, David. And and so the kind of the, the most the most critical issue is, uh, you know, people buy tools and then like I was telling you before that in terms of deployment they don't necessarily use them. You know, so they use a tiny fraction of it. So a lot of the uh, a lot of the companies I talk to they'll tell me things like, oh, we've got a CRM and you know it costs us x you know x million a year or you know x hundred thousand a year for the CRM. And then I say, great. So show me your customer data. And they go pull up, you know, seven Excel spreadsheets that they have to navigate through, or they go pull up Google Docs, or they, you know, stuff like that. And I'll say, uh, well, where are your account plans? And they'll say, oh, well, those, those are in PowerPoint. We don't use the CRM for those. We put those in PowerPoint. And and I say, well, what you know, what about the uh, the customer usage data about, of your tools? Oh, well, that's in another thing. That's in our ERP, you know, for example. And so I see people you know, really getting into this trap of, yes, we have this CRM and it's meant to solve a lot of problems on the sales side, which it often does. But then when it comes time to really understanding our customers, we're just adding all this crazy stuff into it, right? So so I've literally, you know, had conversations with people where they have seven or more spreadsheets just to look at their customers. Mm-hmm. And that's a terrible, that's a terrible waste of time, as you can imagine, right? <laughs> and then every single version of the account plan is a different PowerPoint file or a different PDF file on SharePoint somewhere that nobody can find and nobody can remember when it was last updated or what this is all about. And so, you know, one of the benefits of technology is it should be bringing everything into one, you know, one place, right? One single pane of glass, so to speak. And instead we see people really kind of breaking that out. And then, so so those are things that I see happening all the time. The other one is we have seen people uh, do things like, well, you know, uh, Google Docs is kind of like a collaboration tool and our account plans are kind of just written things. So let's just do our account plans in a Google Doc. And it turns into literally a 40 page document that nobody can make heads or tails of. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, so, so we have this issue where we're taking things that are not built for purpose. So very horizontal tools, right. A horizontal tool like, you know, Slack or Google Docs or Excel or PowerPoint, which is have lots of use cases. They have lots of things you can do with it. They're not optimized for for the CAM scenarios. They're not optimized for a CAM environment. And that's something that trips people up a lot because they're often reluctant to, to go through the process of identifying their needs and going through an actual procurement or, or buying a software tool. But oftentimes it's more education, David, and they just aren't aware that there are options out there. So that's part of, I think, you know, your role, your job here is making people aware, hey, there are tools, there are solutions out there, there's specialized things that we can bring to the world of key account managers that's going to help them be more effective. Yeah. And, and that collaboration thing, you know, it's it's got to be convenient for people. It's got to be simple for people. I'm all about making things simple and bottling things down to a, a small number of things that make a big difference. Alex, if you were to give us or give our listeners the, your top three tips for getting the best out of systems within the business, what would your top three tips be? Well, so so let me talk about the top three things I recommend any account manager using technology go through. And sure. um, 
and just and just kind of think about that. And so uh, there's there's some really powerful things, and and Capta happens to enable these, but you don't have to do it in Capta. You can do them in these these and other tools. The the number one most effective thing that an account manager can do is to to zoom in to hone in on their customers' goals when they're building an account plan. And so what I mean by that is that the entire account plan ought to be focused on what are the customer's goals, needs, outcomes, et cetera, as opposed to our own. And so it's very, this, this is a trap that a lot of people fall into, right? Mm. You know, the boss says, go build, go build the account plan for, you know, HSBC or whatever our big customer is. And so we go out there and we think, well, all right, well, HSBC, I need, I need to sell a million pounds worth of stuff next year, which means I need to sell 500 widgets, which means I need to go talk to Sally. And that's the account plan, right? And that's about the worst account plan you could possibly have. Hmm. What I recommend, what is the absolute gold standard best practice is to flip that around and start with what does the customer care about? So great, HSBC, Here's, you know, they care about A, B, C. All right, fantastic. So what are we doing about it? Therefore, we can do these three things to help them to be successful. And because we're helping them be successful, then of course they need our widgets in order to meet their goals, right? So instead of starting from what I want to go sell to the client, we start with what's the client's macro environment, what's their micro environment, you know, what are their initiatives, what are the things that they're doing? And all that then drives how I'm going to engage with the customer. So the number one thing is your account plan, and it can be a tech-enabled account plan, or it can be written on a napkin, but it's better if it's tech-enabled. Your tech-enabled account plan needs to start with the customer goals. So the first thing I recommend to everybody is just list out three goals per customer. Yeah, That's, that's the starting point, three goals per customer. Now, to support that, do other things. So you, you ask for three recommendations. So the other things that you do to, to, to support that are a voice of customer interview voice of customer interview, sit down with executives at your client and say, hey, I'd like to talk with you about your goals and initiatives and what's coming up for you in the next 12 to 24 months. It's a very easy conversation. Customer Voice of customer uh, questions and conversations uh, should be open-ended. They should be future-looking. They should be strategic, right? So I'm having those conversations. I'm talking to people about their business, their jobs, what's happening in their world. So that's a critical thing. And then the last one, very easy, very simple to do is a quick SWOT analysis. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Right? Again, you can do this on a napkin or you can do it in a system. It's better to do it in a system, but if you don't have one, you can do it on a napkin or in a notebook. Uh, but the idea is you know, to sit back and to be thoughtful and objective. Now, the strengths and the weaknesses are usually us in relation to the client, right? So how do they perceive us? What have we done well in the past or what have we not done well in the past and that sort of thing. And the opportunities and the threats is the client within their environment. So what does their industry look like? How, how are things changing? What does the pandemic meant for them? You know, those sorts of things. So you just do a SWOT analysis, you do a voice of customer, that then bubbles up to those customer goals. All that can be in a system. You can track all that stuff in a system. By the way, this is a great example of something that cannot be done in a CRM. There's no place in the CRM to mm. enter your customer goals and, and what you're going to go do about it, right? There's no place in the CRM for voice of customer, which is why people are adopting, um, you know, these specialized tools like Captain and, and, uh, and others out there. So that's really what I would focus on is the process. So to come back to what I was saying before, think of the tool as the guide. It supports what we're doing. It supports the strategy. And to, to your example of the three-legged stool, 
you know, the, really the systems are at the bottom, right? They're just the support for how we're going to, how we're going to deploy the strategies we want and how we're going to get the skills to the team in order to get there. Yeah. And it's getting, as I said before, it's getting the system to work for you in, in the, in the literal sense. I mean, it, it's, it is like your member uh, of, a, of, a, of the team. It, it's, it's got to work for you and you've got to get something back from it. Alex, that, that, that's been really useful. We've got a regular segment on the show at Camcast called the Camcast Killer Question. It's time for the Camcast Killer Question. So, Alex, this is the part of the show where the tables turn and we ask our guests to pose a question for our listeners. And I'm drawn back to something that you've just spoken about and that of, of future looking and looking re- really far into the future. And with the absence of, of the customer's voice here, we have our own reflection. So perhaps you can give us a question that pushes us to reflect about what could happen in the future. Alex, what is your killer question? So the one thing I recommend that all executives think about and any CEO, COO, head of sales really consider is the following. If we were looking out two years or three years into the future, you know, so some distant time into the future, do we know? So here's the question. Looking out three years into the future, do you know why your biggest customer stayed with you during that period of time or left? during that period of time. Mm. And it's really meant for us to understand, do we really get the dynamics of the customer? Do we know what makes them stay or do we know what makes them leave? And it's preempting it as well. It's it's almost imagining a divorce at the end, of, you know, three years time, a divorce from your most important client and just wondering what would make them do that? What would make them leave? Preempting it. And then and, of course- And it's meant backwards. to prompt that discussion. Yeah. yeah, it's meant to prompt a discussion to say, you know, what do we really know about the customers, their motivations, their needs, and how can we help them? So it will, you will expose risks and you will also expose opportunities by asking yourself that question on a consistent basis. Perfect. Alex, thank you so much for being a guest with us today on Camcast. Some of our listeners will be thinking to themselves, this tool that we've alluded to sounds amazing. How can I find out more about it? So uh, just give our listeners a feel for how they can get in touch and how they can find out more information about you and Capta. Yeah, super. Fantastic. The main resource for everyone is going to be the Capta website. It's got over 350 blog posts. It's got a ton of stuff on on uh, how to be a good key account manager. That's capta.com, K-A-P-T-A.com. That's going to be the, the primary resource. I'd also invite everyone to uh, look me up and link link with me on LinkedIn. I'm very active there. We have a lot of additional resources there. Hopefully we could put my link in the show notes or or something like that to, to the LinkedIn. Uh, and then the last piece I'll mention is, you know, we do believe in driving the industry forward. And so it's it's fantastic to be on this show and to be part of your community. David, in addition to that, I should mention to your listeners that we strive to do our own events. So we have an event called CamCon, which takes place in Boulder, Colorado in October. And so that's something that can be a great opportunity for for everyone to come and uh, increase their skills, build community around uh, key account management as well. So those those are some assets that we like to, uh, to leave to the community. 
Great. And it's great to have our friends from over the other side of the pond joining us on on Camcast. Thank you. I know it's quite early in the morning for you. We're just coming to the end of our day here as we record this. So Alex Raymond from Capta, thank you so much for for joining us. Uh, As he said, if you want to find out anything more about Capta, get the links for LinkedIn. They'll be on the show notes at camguru.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for joining us, Alex. And uh, we look forward to hearing more from you in the future. Super. Thank you for having me, David. Camcast, key account management made easy. So there we have it. Loads of valuable insight there talking to Alex Raymond at Capta. In a world where customers are easier to lose and harder to engage than ever before, it's increasingly more important that we have the right systems in place to achieve consistency and visibility of our most important accounts. In the future of account management, the winners will be able to answer three simple questions. Which of my customers are healthy and which ones are at risk? Do I have clear, actionable plans to keep and grow my accounts? And are we doing a good job of measuring and communicating the value we provide to our customer? With the use of technology, we can build an infrastructure to help us get there. Systems should be the support, the guide, the roadmap to success to help us achieve trusted partner status rather than just another vendor. What systems do you have in your business today? Are your systems being used to full effect? I strongly believe in the GIGO effect when it comes to sales enablement tools. Garbage in, garbage out. Are your strategies supported by the systems or driven by them? Alex shared with us his top three tips for being more effective at account management, all of which, of course, can be achieved in a notepad or on a napkin and can be even more effectively supported by the right systems. Number one was to hone in on your customer's goals when building an account plan, building plans around what the customer cares about. Number two was to hold voice of customer interviews, where the mission is to understand their world, not your opportunities. They should be packed with open-ended, future-looking, strategic questions that get the customer talking about themselves. Number three was building a SWOT analysis, being thoughtful and objective and also reflective. Don't forget to collaborate with team members to challenge perspective and understanding. So you can check out the show notes for this episode and find out more information about Alex and Capta at camguru.com forward slash podcast in the next episode we'll be exploring value and all of its different levels and reflecting on what we can do to add value not just cost to our most important customers thank you for listening to this episode of camcast a podcast brought to you by camguru.com one of the UK's leading key account management consulting and training organizations. If you like this episode, we'd really appreciate you sharing it with your connections, giving us a review on your chosen podcast app, and letting us know what else you'd like to hear in an upcoming episode. You can find the show notes for this episode on the website at camguru.com forward slash podcast.